As Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen packs her bags for new headquarters across the Anacostia River next month, the General Services Administration has proposed demolishing five historic buildings elsewhere on the St. Elizabeth's campus in order to keep plans for a consolidated DHS headquarters on track. The DHS headquarters project has now dragged on for more than a decade. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me with the latest. And Jory, what DHS employees, first of all, are moving to the building they have done at Saney's right now in the near term? The Department of Homeland Security is doing these moves, these relocations in a series of waves or phases. And this latest phase is going to be the Office of the Secretary, including Secretary Nielsen herself, as well as executive management. And they will begin to relocate to the St. Elizabeth's campus beginning April 1st. They'll be joining some staff from the Office of Operations Coordination that moved to the campus earlier this month. Uh, All told, this will be about 1,000 personnel, and that's not including the nearly 4,000 personnel from the Coast Guard who are at their new headquarters on the St. Elizabeth site. Yeah, they've been there for several years now. But So how many people do we know are moving into the new building or the newly built building, newly rebuilt old building on St. E's? Altogether, it's going to be 1,000 Personnel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So, office right. of the secretary, executive management, um, and those those folks from the office operations coordination. That that whole entourage is a thousand people right there. Uh, and so this uh, secretary Kirsten Nielsen. This is really a bright spot in this long project. Uh, and she spoke Monday at the George Washington University about St. Elizabeth's. And she touted she touted this as one of the largest government construction projects since the Pentagon. It will serve as a base of operations for a more focused, a more unified, and a more effective and consolidated Department of Homeland Security. When we move next month, we will take stock of all that has changed in the 16 years since DHS was created. Well, we've heard that line almost as long as St. Elizabeth's herself. So how is the rest and what is going on with the rest of this whole St. E's construction? What's going on there? Well, for as grandiose as this plan is, it is moving a lot slower than the Pentagon back when they built that. I think that was about less than two years. Two years from groundbreaking to, I mean, the first people were moving in in one segment as other segments were under construction. It's one of the great engineering feats of U.S. history. But anyhow. So very different story, St. Elizabeth's. You know, there has been a couple of recent hiccups highlighted by GSA. For example, the center building. This is the site where the Secretary Nielsen and her office will be relocating to. It's one of the biggest buildings in the St. Elizabeth's campus. It's pre-Civil War. It's 1855. It is 260,000 square feet. Oh, good size, yeah. Um, but some of the other historic buildings, GSA is now coming around to realize that they're small and they may not accommodate all the people that they would like to. Um, some of those are range anywhere from 5,000 to 60,000 square feet. So they're now considering looking at demolishing some of those smaller buildings and building some bigger, more modern facilities in their place. Otto Condon, he's with the architect consulting firm ZGF, gave an overview of that latest proposal. They had character, but maybe those were due to the problems with rehab, uh, I would say more sacrificial. So those were the ones that were identified that uh, opened up the field for the buildings, the new development. In other words, open those buildings for the wrecking ball. And so GSA has also weighed in here. Christy Tunstall-Williams is the director of GSA's Historic Preservation and Arts Division. And she told the National Capital Planning Commission earlier this month 
that the challenge is really right now to convince Congress that the plan for St. E's can still go on as planned. While we have invested a tremendous amount in the campus, both in terms of construction, but also infrastructure to support it, access roads, security, those types of things, we haven't really achieved a substantial consolidation of DHS on the site. So some of the things that we're proposing are in response to that. We need to show to our appropriators that, yes, we can achieve this and we can get a critical number of the agency on the campus. And that's Christy Tunstall-Williams, director of GSA's Historic Preservation and Arts Division. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. And so the question that she asks, can the project still go forward as it was originally envisioned? The latest wave of this is that GSA and DHS have together requested more than $400 million to continue work on St. E's campus. This is for FY 2020. Um Just, uh, you know, not too long ago, there was the FY 2019 spending bill, and there Congress gave $120 million for the campus project. Uh, That fell short of the $170 million that DHS requested to build a new FEMA headquarters, and that has had a bit of a domino effect, pushing back some of the other buildings. The the plan has been that each year they would have the funding for a separate component building – FEMA, then CBP, then ICE, and so on and so forth. So it really does push the project back that much longer. And since 2006, GSA has only gotten about 43% of the money that it's requested from lawmakers, so not even half. And the, the plan really was in the beginning to consolidate as many as 50 DHS leases in the national capital region, and about 70 of those leases were going to expire between 2016 and 2020, and we're not that far away from 2020. So the window for a lot of these may have closed already where people have re-signed up for new leases. Right. And that's really where the expense piles up in every administration, every budget proposal. There's a lot of federal real estate proposals in the current Trump administration request for 2020 to try to speed up the disposal of old buildings, to try to have a revolving fund to begin funding of where there's new construction needed. But Congress seems to never quite get behind these things and Look what happened with FBI. It took them so long to get around to making a decision and funding it, which they never really made a decision or funded it. Then another administration came along and tipped over the whole apple cart. Yeah, it's really this negative feedback loop where these agencies think they're going to have a certain amount of funding and they have a plan according to that amount of funding. They don't get that amount of funding. They don't have the amount of work that they'd like to get done. Congress says, well, you haven't done nearly as much work as we expected you to. We're not going to continue to fund this. And so it just continues down this vicious cycle. Right. And I've never seen a building project get less expensive with delays and putting it off and off. So what happens next? Anything? Is it totally up to Congress now? So GSA is expected to submit a new draft master plan to the National Capital Planning Commission by fall of 2019 and a final version of that master master plan by July of 2020. Uh, the you know this is bear in mind only a proposal at this point as far as the demolishing of these buildings. They do have to go through a number of different channels to make sure this is above board, not including or including of course the National Capital Planning Commission as well as. Uh, some legislative things here, the National Environmental Policy Act and the Historic Preservation Act. A lot of things set up to make sure that they have done the due diligence to make sure if it's feasible to keep those buildings. But, you know, if not, then they aren't obligated to keep them. So at this point, GSA would like to knock down some of those smaller 5,000 square foot, 10,000 square foot structures on that campus. But they can't do it yet without the go ahead from all these commissions and from Congress. There's a lot of boxes they got to check before then. Golly, I guess one of them could be maybe turned into a garage where 
secretary's motor pool could be kept or something. I don't know. There's a thought, Tom. Or by the time the administration's done shrinking OPM, maybe it could fit in one of those old buildings. Just kidding about that. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to read his story now online at federalnewsnetwork.com. As we continue to face COVID-19, we're now facing flu season. Influenza has the potential to infect millions, putting lives and the healthcare system at risk. Now more than ever, it's essential to protect yourself from influenza by getting the flu vaccine. The flu vaccine is safe and effective and can't give you the flu. To protect yourself and those at highest risk, get your flu vaccine. Learn more at michigan.gov flu. A message from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services.